welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome back to The Wave. It's the weekly news and chat show from the world-famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. It is indeed. Got all your news and some of your chat. Some of your chat? Yeah, you've got the other bit of the chat. I've got some of the chat. You've got some of the chat. And then we... That's about 90% of the chat. Former chat orange. <laughs> chat both, orange. Both... Is that another name for a podcast? <laughs> both... Chat orange. Both contributing chat segments to the chat orange chat. <laughs> it's really hot, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, think you've, I think you've gone a, little, um, a bit insane there. I could do with being, we talk about being called the wave. I could do with being in some waves. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, Good. August has arrived. <laughs> Certainly seems <laughs> In mid September. Mid September. Oh, weather's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's hot in here. Uh, well, uh, it is very hot. I was, just, I was saying to you before we started, we might have to take a half time break. I think we might. And step outside between shows. <laughs> we should yeah let's do that we could go and play darts yeah yeah on the new dartboard go and play some smart darts smart darts so uh, yeah cool what have you been up to what have i been up to this week uh, it's my wedding anniversary oh yeah so got anniversaried did you remember no not, well not really <laughs> but then neither did she so oh, okay I, until it was the day and we decided to go out for dinner let's do something i feel like i should be involved in your wedding anniversary how, how old how many 12 12 12. Wow, that does not seem like 12 years 12. ago. 12. Yeah, I don't know what you get for that. Or is that okay? Don't know. Shall we Google it? Yeah, if you want to. Keep talking. Because uh, you have, like, your traditional thing for a wedding anniversary, don't you? And then yeah. there's, like, modern ones. But I reckon there should just be, like, a wacky 12th, you know, what do you get each year on your anniversary? Because it's things like paper, isn't it? Linen and silk. Really? 12. Yeah, I don't need that. What do I want, what do I want some <laughs> linen for? That's the UK version anyway. I think there's a traditional one as well. Yeah, isn't there? there is. Silk, yeah, it's silk, silk. All, all around okay. the world. So you okay. should have brought her some silk, really. Sure. She doesn't seem like a very silky person. <laughs> that no, I don't, like know. I don't know. What <laughs> she doesn't seem like the sort of person that would appreciate silk. Yeah. Cool. How about you? Um, not much. Okay. Not much at all, really. We did the watch along in the Discord on Sunday. Yeah. Which you didn't attend because of said wedding anniversary yeah. <laughs> that you'd forgotten. Um, that was fun. Had a lot of time, a lot of a lot of time, and a lot of fun times with our Discord members. Uh, we watched Birdemic: Shock and Terror. Amazing. Were you shocked or terrorized? I was shocked more than I was terrorized. Yeah. Because that is a weird film, man. <laughs> that is a weird film. I said to you, I'm, I'm kind of tempted to go and watch it on my own time. Because I do want to see it, but I sure. very much enjoyed it, but mainly because I was watching it with other people. I think yeah. if I'd have been watching it on my own, it probably would have gone off after a few minutes. There, there isn't a single bird until forty-seven minutes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And then there's an hour of. I mean, there's not a single bird in the whole no, film. No, sure, it's all sure. clip art and gifs. But the the main guy can't even walk. Right. He's he's acting, and he can't even walk like a human. Well, as Let in, alone he talk. can't walk and talk. Have you ever played Grand Theft Auto? Yes. He walks like that, okay. and he turns like they do in that game. It's it's worth watching just maybe, for that. Maybe uh, Trevor from Grand Theft Auto was his uh, maybe coach or something. <laughs> maybe, I don't know what was going on, but it was very funny. He, there's three scenes, three separate scenes of him filling up his car with petrol. Nice, full on. Yeah, like the whole experience <laughs> of that. Um, there's two kids in it. Yeah, who are probably. Nine and ten ish. Sure. Do you want to have a guess what their names were? Abraham. No. <laughs> and 
I'm just presuming it's a boy and a girl. It was a boy and a girl. And um, Doris. Almost. It made me laugh so much that these two kids were called Tony and Susan. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I found it so funny, but it was so funny. Tony and Susan just show up. Well, he finds Tony in a boot of a car. Right. Not looking for anybody. He just he's finished with the scene, and then he just opens the boot of this car up, and Tony just. That's probably why his uh, car then, was given up. Yeah, was using so much. <laughs> wasn't even his car. He had a kid in the back. Wasn't just, even his car. Okay. And then Tony's just his kid from then on. That's oh, it's so funny. I would I would recommend watching it, but maybe don't watch it on your own. I'll watch it with you. Okay, fine. I don't. You don't have to put yourself through the pandemic. <laughs> We're going to do the sequels in the watch along at some point yeah, as well. I'll just so. jump on from now. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be absolutely fine. But other than that, I haven't really done a, done a lot this week. It's new Stephen King book week, so that's always good. Yeah, did you, that. did you see in the news this week that I Stephen did. King almost got divorced? Yes, I did see this. Because of his obsession with the song Mambo Number no. 5. Yeah, for some reason he got obsessed with Mambo Number no. 5 when he was writing 112263. Yeah. And would just play it over and over. And his wife nearly threw him out. I mean... What a guy. I mean, fair. Yeah. I think I'd throw somebody out if they got obsessed with that song. Yeah, I mean... Was that's the best book he's written in... 15 years was probably he, was he so. trying to drive himself crazy why would you... maybe i don't know it doesn't even relate to that book no. in any way it's the best book he's written in ages so he should probably still keep listening to it and write good stuff that was his muse yeah lou baker Mam- lou baker was his, was his muse <laughs> takes all sorts angela and pamela and Catherine and rita or whatever yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's his new book week so i'm going on holiday next week so i'm going to take that and read it whilst i'm there perfect timing yes Good timing indeed. I'm going on holiday, but it doesn't affect this podcast because it just happens that the dates kind of work. Okay. We'll be fine. We're not going to miss any time, providing I can edit both of these episodes tomorrow. Well, I mean... And providing Podbean doesn't fuck us about it, <laughs> because they keep doing that at the minute. Yeah, we're, we're working on that. Maybe yeah. that is a good segue to talk about what we're talking about this week on the movie show. Yeah, maybe it is. Because... You may not have a lo- the longest episode ever. They're always saying no. this before we've recorded. Yeah, and we always think they're going to be short episodes and they usually turn out to be the longest. But if you come back to this very feed on Thursday, you will hear us talk about a movie called Spaced Out. Yeah. Which I feel, again, similar to what you said to me earlier, that this might be the least number of notes I've ever made on a movie. I My average is between and 12 and 14 pages and I, I've done five in this one. Just as a tease... I mean, I'm not sure what the artistic merits of Spaced Out are, but we might try and find some on Thursday. But if if we don't, it might not be the longest episode we've ever done. I never thought that me and you would sit opposite each other in a room and review a softcore porn movie. Well, that's what but we're going to do. That's what we're about to do. I don't even think Netflix know what they've got here. <laughs> Genuinely. Which it does beg the question, is there someone at Netflix who Watches has watched... It's not the, the same carbon. person, but has everything that... Is on Netflix been watched by someone who works for Netflix? It can't be. Because when they just go, oh, Sweden. Yeah. We've packaged a deal for a load of Swedish films. They just get uploaded. Is someone watching them? Probably not. I'd be very surprised if somebody's like quality controlling them. We'll get it on Thursday. Come on, we'll get into why this movie on Netflix. Yeah, absolutely. What did we watch last week? Uh, Last week, we watched Cadaver. We did. Norwegian Horror. Yeah. I liked it. I yeah, I was surprised you liked it, but I liked it also. Yeah, it was a, it was a good little a good little horror film. It was Neat. a fun time. Neat. It ended up in the stream table in position number six. Halfway. Halfway, mid table. Yeah. Not bad. It was a it was a fun, zippy hmm. horror movie. Yeah, if you like horror movies, you probably would get something out of it. 
Right, shall we get on? Shall we do some Netflix news? First, let's do the question. Oh, of course, the question of the week. Of the week, which I will pose this week. Okay, cool. And I want you to picture the scene. Okay, I'm thinking. You have found a book. Let's say you're on holiday next week. I can imagine that. You've got a book to read. Yep. You're settling down. You've lost this Stephen King thing. Oh, no. You've dropped it in a river or something. Oh, shit, that'd be bad. It's the first edition. (laughs) and, (laughs) And instead, you find this book. Okay. But it was just in the in the place where you're staying. You you open the drawer and here's this book. I'll read that instead. Okay. Yeah, you're picturing the scene. I'm picturing the you scene. You start reading the book and you think, oh, this is this is a bit familiar. This book. <laughs> okay. And it turns out it's a book about your life. Oh shit! What a boring book. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. you think I'm going to read this? This is really weird. Why is there a book about my life? It's it's, it's not an autobiography, it's literally a, 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 like a character thing, but it's me. Like a novelization yeah, of me. exactly. Okay. And you kind of get so far into this book, that you catch up with yourself. Oh. So you get to now. Okay. And you're only halfway through the book. Hopefully. Do you keep on reading? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Or not? Do you keep on reading? I personally don't think I'd be able to not. I think my, I think I'd have to. Really? Yeah. That surprises me. Why? That just surprised me. I, I thought you'd be like, no, I'll just put that back in the drawer where I've got to. Adam I, finds this book. I would. Uh, so I would do that, and then the and it would just be would there just for the rest of the week. It would eat away at me to the point where I'd be like, I need to know. Yeah, I hope there wouldn't only be two pages left. Yeah, imagine. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, I'm getting really close to the end here and there's not much left. Let's, let's say you're halfway through. Let's hope so. Uh, also, I'm not reading half of a book in a week. I'm a very slow reader. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably get to about where I left primary school by the end of the week. I have a feeling you wouldn't be able to put it down, though, if in this situation. No, no, that's the reason why I wouldn't be able to stop reading. Yeah. I'd, I, I'd be too... I don't know. I just, it's a lot of knowledge to come back with. That it is. is. It's scary as well, isn't it? Yeah. Would you then... Yeah, if nice you'd, to have surprises in life. If you knew, though, would you actively try and... Could you change, change it? I don't you, know. Maybe. Or would the book tell you that you actively tried to change it and failed? Maybe. Wow. But it might, it might say, yeah, you went and you did all this. And, and like you say, you might say... It's a, it becomes an experiment in itself, doesn't it? Can I change the pages of the book yeah. by my actions or do, will the universe course correct me to the book to the book yeah. i'd like to think that i wouldn't read it but i also know that i'm too curious and i would have to and I'd then once i'd done it i'd regret it but i'd have to read it interesting what about you what would you do i like to think i would just put it away but do, do you think you could though it'd be like the, i don't know it'd be like the telltale heart just beating at you all the time you'd want to you know uh, your whole life is in that drawer over there and you know you could figure it out but I'll, I'll i'll catch up eventually maybe you just read the last page oh god no not <laughs> one of those people so then you're like adam turned 80 like, oh that's fine turn it over put it away but then it might say adam turned 44 uh, <laughs> like shit that's a horrible question but yeah i think i'd have to read it okay I'm saying I'd, i'm i'm closing it and not looking anymore i don't think you could i don't know if i need to read back either I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure I need it'd, be, it'd be a really boring right. read for the for the last 10 or so years okay mm, you've got me thinking now interesting 
Shall let, we move on? Let us know what you do out there. Yeah, let us know. It's a good question, that one. Let's do some Netflix news. Sure. What have we got? Let's start with... Well, you'd have thought Netflix favourite Aaron Paul. Yeah. But he has made some very interesting comments this week. Obviously, goes without saying, it is the ongoing actors and writers strike. Yeah. And this week... The cast of Breaking Bad has reunited on the picket line. Cool. Good for them. Outside uh, Sony Pictures Entertainment. And Aaron Paul's been talking to Entertainment Tonight. Okay. And he revealed he has not received a single cent in residuals from Netflix for Breaking Bad. This is kind of the whole point of the strikes, isn't it? This is what they're they're striking for. if, If you have got... Now, he might receive a certain amount from AMC, yeah. but internationally, Breaking Bad's on Netflix. Yeah. And he d- essentially isn't, re- he's not receiving anything, and presumably neither any of the rest of the cast. Now, that's crazy to me. Yeah, it is. Because in the past, in history, when things were being repeated on network or cable TV, they'd be getting residuals yeah. for it. Get this is the whole point of the strike. This, or... is, this is what they're striking for. They, they want these streamers to come to the table and pay these people what they're worth. Yeah, uh, Paul's exact quote is, I don't get a piece from Netflix on Breaking Bad, to be totally honest. And that is insane to me. Yeah, it is. It really is. Uh, He said, shows live on forever with these streamers and it goes through waves of popularity. I just saw the other day that Breaking Bad was trending on Netflix. And it's common sense. A lot of these streamers, they know they've been getting away with not paying people a just and fair wage. And now it's time to pony up. Pony up? Yeah. Go for it. They need to come to the table and, and sort this out because it isn't right. And we do, we obviously on this show do stand behind all these actors, but we also need some content to be made. Yeah, the, uh, the, the article does note that Sony Pictures Television is one of the few remaining studios without its own streaming platform. So they are particularly reliant okay. on selling their uh, products to other streamers, uh, such as Breaking Bad Community, The Boys. They're all made by them, but not, but not, yeah, not, not distributed by them. Uh, Breaking Bad is apparently... On Netflix until 2025. That is when its current licensing deal ends. That would just get renewed, though. I would have thought so. Because Netflix went in and made the movie as well, didn't they? Yeah. So. Yeah, Netflix are not going to give up Breaking Bad. I imagine that's one of the most watched things on there. Yeah. Like, aged things on there. Brian Cranston was there as well. Good for him. He said, we're here at Sony. This is the studio that produced our shows. We're here specifically to let them know that we're here and we are raising our voice. We are not making them the enemy. They are not the villains. These are people we will all be working with once again at some point. We just want them to see reality and fairness and come back to the table to talk to us. Fair point. Absolutely fair point. I had a conversation about Breaking Bad this week with somebody I work with who will not watch Breaking Bad. Right. Because he doesn't like Aaron Paul. Okay. I don't understand. I say on what on what performances Just, is he basing? That's exactly the fact my he point. This like is my Aaron point. <laughs> this is exactly what was going to be my point. How can you have an opinion on Aaron Paul if you've not watched Breaking Bad? But if you've seen Need for Speed, fair fair dues. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm like everybody fell in love with Aaron Paul because of Breaking Bad, 
and he's one of the, he is the best thing about it. Him and Brian Cranston are in, both incredible mm. in it. And I just don't understand how you can like, I don't like Aaron Paul, so I'm not watching the greatest TV show of all time. I mean, I do feel that you would quite quickly sort of forget that it's Aaron Paul. Yeah. And just be drawn into Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. And everyone else. Yeah, but, he's like, from the clips I've seen of it, he just feels like a whiny bitch. And I'm like, that couldn't be further from the truth. Give it a chance, that's what it, I would it, say. He just won't. So I'm like, well, that's you're right. the one missing out here, not me. <laughs> anyway, moving I, on. I would say, just before we do move on, on strikes and stuff like that, I <laughs> selfishly, I do hope things end sooner rather than later because the news is really drying up the last <laughs> couple of weeks. That's the problem. The wave's going to get like really short if we're not <laughs> careful because nothing is happening out there. <laughs> So we're going to have to get creative if this goes on much Last longer. Last week we did three news stories about trailers. I know. <laughs> it's like, wow. And these films are never going to come out. We're, yeah, exactly. We're watching trailers for films that are never coming. It's quite possible. <laughs> Talking of which, a trailer has arrived <laughs> this week for a movie uh, we did mention, uh, which uh, is going to be, uh, I think, the Toronto Film Festival. Okay. Uh, that is Pain Hustlers. It now has a release date for Netflix, uh, with the caveat that that could all change because of strikes, etc. Uh, Pain Hustlers is a movie which stars Chris Evans, Emily Blunt, and Catherine O'Hara. Oh, wow. Big cast. Yeah. Uh, follows a high school dropout who accepts a job at a failing pharmaceutical startup. Uh, that character is Liza Drake, played by Emily Blunt. She dreams of a better life for her daughter. And after taking the new job, she gets caught up in an illegal conspiracy. Ooh. Uh, Catherine O'Hara will play Liza's mother. Uh, Andy Garcia is also in this, as well as Jay Duplass. Wow, there's loads of people in this. Uh, it is directed by David Yates, who is behind most of the last half of the harry potter mm, yeah. movies that is done and it is coming so october the 27th we have no delay time for yet. halloween it's not a halloween movie but no but you can go and find the trailer and lots of pictures of people standing around in sharp suits and stuff like that yeah looks good i'll be watching that when it comes out i mean i like all those people yeah same i love Catherine o'hara she's great so that would be uh yeah, we'll watch out for that when it arrives on Netflix. Definitely. Some news this week. One Piece. Yes. It's probably been the biggest Netflix release for a while. It's been, yeah, it's been very much talked about everywhere. I am really excited to get yeah, to I watching it. To it yet, but I, I haven't this week because of other things in life, but I am quite excited to give it a whirl. Well, a lot of people have watched One Piece. Yep. Because it's broken a Netflix record this week. Well, it's broken a Netflix record that Netflix have made up this week. As they do with <laughs> As all they of do them. with all their new shows they want to push. <laughs> but the news is that Netflix has surpassed Wednesday and Stranger Things in being ranked number one in the most countries around the world. Yes. Upon release. Territories. Yeah. I don't know, but... So the previous record was eighty number one in 83 territories. Yeah. And One Piece has gone one better. 84. 84. So where's Netflix been? <laughs> Where have they launched, launched since in, Stranger Things? In, yeah, in the last 18 months. I don't have that information for you. But yeah, One Piece, 80, number one in 84 territories. That's impressive. That is impressive because oh. nobody was, before it came out, nobody was really talking about it. 
And then it seems to have come out and everybody's gone, hold on, this is actually really good. <laughs> and nobody seemed to be really expecting it. I mean, it's all pirates, dragons and wizards, witches. and Yeah. Yeah. How, how can it not be good? I'm 100% going to watch it. I just haven't got there yet. Yeah. It's been a very weird week this week. The last few weeks have been very strange. Uh, it's been well received by critics and yeah. and fans. We await news of a season two. I saw a, a meme on the internet. Somebody there was a load of people moaning that some of the actresses didn't resemble the manga characters. Okay, and then somebody just put a picture underneath of the same actress but with four different hair colors. <laughs> I was like, that's really funny because in the manga they all look exactly the same. They just got different <laughs> hair. I thought, yeah, that's that tickled me a little bit. We yeah. will, we will, uh, we're being lax in our commitments, aren't we? We will watch One Piece. Yeah, we are. I mean, talk about it. it has been a strange couple of weeks, but I need to get back into watching more TV. Good. Next. A country that Netflix has struck a deal with. Okay. Is Switzerland. Okay. Known for its huge... TV industry, maybe. Is Not. It? <laughs> <laughs> Netflix has announced this week its first co-production with the Swiss network RTS. Okay. What do you think RTS stands for? Radio and Television Switzerland. Good, good. <laughs> Absolutely correct. <laughs> is it correct? Obviously. Let's say it is. <laughs> it will be a French and English language period drama entitled Winter Palace. Oh, nice. Which... <laughs> is based on true events. Winter Palace is centred around an ambitious hotel proprietor, Andre Morel, who in 1899 envisions a five-star luxury hotel that will remain open throughout the winter. He convinces a wealthy aristocrat to come on board and the two find themselves battling demanding clientele, rebellious staff and a hostile climate to make their dream a reality. Climate? Uh, it sounds like like the shining but without the horror it really just, does and the shining but just the admin yeah setting up a hotel. a hotel that opens in the winter that even looks like the overlook in that picture so basically he he's the reason why people holiday abroad in the winter or holiday in switzerland in the winter i guess so. of this guy yeah it will be an eight-part series cool shooting and cast no casting is currently underway in switzerland france and the uk we're gonna have some horrible uk tourists <laughs> I will go into production next month in the Swiss Alps. It's going to be shot in English and French. Yeah. Interesting. According to the terms of the deal, Swiss viewers will get first look of the series on RTS1 before the show then hits Netflix globally. Hmm. Sounds interesting. It sounds quite fun. It will look nice, mate. It will it? look really... That picture pretty. looks very nice. So the rest of it's going to look nice. Big up the Swiss. But it's only just casting. But then again, there's no strikes involved there. So that could get rushed through. Well, it's the old warrior nun thing. European production. Yeah. Get it, get it up, get Let's it get going, it going, get it running. We need some content. Last week or the week before, we briefly mentioned Tyson Fury's reluctance and sort of, that's probably not a strong enough a word, basically his hatred of uh, yeah. filming at home with the Furies. Yeah, he said Netflix. he really disliked doing it. Didn't yeah. He, he was, didn't enjoy it. Well, season two is on its way. <laughs> So, oh, somebody's give Tyson Fury some money. So, so I wonder how big the sack of cash was that Netflix dangled in front of the Furious because, yeah, season two has reportedly been renewed. 
yeah. Uh, also, uh, well, the, the article says that Netflix were keen because it was a runaway hit. Tyson had some reservations, but has said he'd be up for inviting the cameras back into his life. His wife, Paris, is currently expecting their seventh child. <laughs> wow. I've not seen any of that. It doesn't no, interest me, me in the slightest. Me and the fact that there's going to be six screaming kids running around in it is not, not for me. I don't imagine having seven kids. <laughs> I haven't got any kids and I can't imagine that. You've got two. Can you imagine having another five? No. 100% no. 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 Can you imagine having another one? <laughs> no. There you go. It's, it's coming it's your coming way back. if you like season one. You enjoyed it. Congratulations. An update on another another show we've talked about before, basically because it it was called the Fuck It Bucket. Oh yeah, if you remember us talking about the we Fuck do. It Bucket. Yeah. I think uh, we said that would get changed. Well, <laughs> the name of this show has been changed. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> and we have a first trailer and images for everything now. That's a very different title. <laughs> everything now. Okay. Yeah, which which will uh, which will arrive on Netflix uh, in October. Everything now. I'm so disappointed they've not just called it the fuck it. Yeah, it's, I'm not surprised, <laughs> but also everything now is a terrible title. Is that the lady from Talk to Me that I the horror movie I watched the other day it looks very much like? Her. Uh, I believe it is um, the fuck it bucket. <laughs> Shall I just still call it? Let's that? just call it that. Will will arrive. Uh, on Netflix next month. The the synopsis is, when Mia Polanco, a 17-year-old London girl with more wits than is good for her, is released from hospital after a lengthy battle with anorexia, she is thrust back into the fizzingly chaotic world of sixth form, only to find that her friends have been spending her recovery time acquiring knowledge and experiences that she herself has never known. Suddenly confronted with the realisation that her childhood is racing by without her, Maya decides the only way to catch up is to make a bucket list. Uh, the writer Ripley Parker says this series will focus on mental health issues faced by many British teenagers, particularly those surrounding food and body image. Stephen Fry is also in it. Okay. Uh, Sophie Wilde leads the cast as Mia. Uh, Vivian Achemipong is also in the cast as Mia's mother. Sweet. Yeah. Um, Sounds all right. Yeah, I think so. Uh, eight episodes, 45 minutes each. You can watch everything now from October the 5th globally. That's on less Netflix. than a month away. It certainly is. Everything now is a terrible title. I mean, the Fuck It Bucket isn't a good title. And it also, a Fuck It Bucket isn't a bucket list. No. So, I mean, they probably should have come up with a better title in the first place. You feel there's a middle ground between the two of them. Yeah. For a better title. It just sounds like everything everywhere all at once when you say yeah. everything now. Yeah. It's like saying everything everywhere all at once, but with less words. I'm pretty sure it's like an, it, everything now is an arcade fire song or album. I'm not sure. Okay. Are you familiar? Let's move on to some game news. Okay. Kind of, but it's movie news. Are you familiar with the game Stray? I have played and completed the game Stray. Ooh, what did you think about magnificent. it? Magnificent. Tell us about a bit about the vid, the video game that is Stray. You play in a like a dystopian cyberpunk city, but you play as a stray cat. Okay. And you have to try and solve puzzles to get out and back to your owner. 
yeah. and back out of this cyberpunk city. It's all populated by robots and it's really cool. It's a really cool, it's beautiful looking game. Is it? And it's really well made. It's Enjoy really it. good. Yeah. I, I, you know I enjoyed it because I completed it and I never, <laughs> ever finish a game. Yeah, it's a great game, straight. The, the mechanics of controlling the cat work really well. Excellent. Well, news is that there is a movie adaptation in the works. Okay. How yeah. do you do that? <laughs> An animated movie from Annapurna Animation. Oh, Annapurna always make good animation. Uh, Nick Bruno was the co-director on Nimona, which was released onto Netflix for maybe a month, six weeks ago. Yeah. Good movie. I watched it with my eldest daughter. She, uh, he is on the uh, the job for this movie ab- adaptation, uh, which yeah, the yeah game developer game developers Blue Twelve Studio will also play a part in. Oh, that's, that's exciting. Yeah, it is. It's it's a really nice story. It's a really sweet story. Uh, there's lots of peril in it. There's lots of like cool characters in it. All the all the robots don't have faces. They just have te- television screens. Cool. And then, but then the cat's just like a normal cat, but it's got a communication, that thing on its back, you can see. Yeah. It's like a communication device, so it can like talk to the robots. Robert Baird is the co-chief of Annapurna Animation. And he says, Strays is a game that is all about what makes us human. And yet there are no humans in it. Yeah. It's a buddy comedy about a cat and a robot with a hilarious dynamic. So there is inherent comedy in this, but there is not one human being in this movie. It's one of the reasons why the game was incredibly popular, because you are seeing the world through the point of view of, of an adorable cat. How did they pull that off? And how are we going to pull it off in the movie? We will, even though sometimes it seems impossible. But we know that's the essence of the game and the key to telling this story. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. That is a really good idea. It's, it will lend itself perfectly to animation. Because it's an animation anyway. There's a button in Stray that just does purring. It doesn't. It's not Brilliant. for anything. You just press it and the cat purrs. It's great. Sounds <laughs> on my kind of game. You'd really like it, actually. It's really good. Excellent. I think that we might have reached prime meta. Okay. Because... News this week, and I think this might be the first time we've done a bit of movie news about a Lifetime movie. Yeah, I think you're probably right. <laughs> I think we might have done a couple on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the first time we've done news about them. But, <laughs> yeah, a Lifetime movie is, well, we've got the first sort of stills from a Lifetime movie based on a Netflix documentary. Okay. Which one? The Murder Murders. The Murder Murders. Yeah. That was good. I enjoyed that. Well, you're now getting the Murder Murder mo- Movie. Mo- <laughs> murder Murders Movie. Right. Starring Bill Pullman. <laughs> okay. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I say, we we might be at uh, prime meta. Uh, yeah. yeah it, it's coming meta. soon. Uh, I, obviously, I, I would, we will have to keep an eye on where this arrives in the UK, because it'll probably be a Channel 5 or a yeah. Hallmark, Hallmark type thing, won't it? Um, yeah, Bill Pullman will play Alex Murder uh, in Murder Movies the Movie. <laughs> Murder Murders the Movie, I can't even say it. Uh, it will explore the high-profile image of the Murder family and how it was tarnished, tarnished by the tragic events. Um, I'm sure this will be a, be a high viewership when it hits... 
It's going to air on Lifetime in the US on Saturday, October the 15th and Sunday, October the 16th. Oh, yeah. So you've got two chances to watch it that week. Yeah. You, you've got imminently, I don't think it's season two, but like follow-up episodes are coming to Netflix. Oh, really? This autumn. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Because it's kind of still in a bit of an ongoing case, I think. Mm, like, yeah. Yeah. Did you watch the first series? I did. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was good. It was interesting. I was trying to remember the last time I saw Bill Pullman in anything. Uh, for me, it would have been that... was that really quite dark detective show? Like anthology where it's a different case every se- season. Oh, what is it called? I'm going to have to look it up. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Keep talking. No. <laughs> it's quite good. Crime something? <laughs> Crime something, sure. <laughs> or the sinner was it the sinner yeah. that's not what the one i was thinking of then. Yeah, i think that. i was thinking of fargo but it's not that <laughs> the sinner yes he was in that you're right yeah excellent any more news one more news uh one more news piece of news uh and that is confirmation that elemental arrives on disney plus this week okay which is apparently Quite an interesting stat around Elemental. Go on. It had one of the lowest ever box office debuts for a Pixar movie. It did quite poorly in the American box office, but did really well worldwide. Oh, really? And in fact, turned out to be a bit of a slow burner. Uh, And... (laughs) Did you do that joke on purpose? No, kind of. I kind of of realised it just as it was coming out of my mouth. And... Basically made, ended up making half a billion. Really? Uh, yeah. Jesus. On That's a, pretty impressive for on such a, a On a budget movie. of 200 million. Uh, it arrives on the 13th of September on Disney+. Plus. I did not like that movie. Okay. I, it was a secret screen in it anyway. I remember. And yeah, I remember yeah, you saying. It's, it's not good. I didn't like it. But I am not its target audience. So that's fine. That's and, all the news. Good news. Well done. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? I don't know if I'd say good. I mean, <laughs> you're familiar with the show 911. I am? Yeah, just that, really. Oh, you've been watching that, have you? <laughs> yeah, but the, the, the Texan version. Oh, the, the, spin-off. the spin-off. How come? Because I think we watched all the the original series I, I lost a while track ago. of where I was with 911, and I never went back to it. Well, it's just a ridiculous show. It's, it is. It's a Absolutely great show. ridiculous. I remember the, the tsunami hitting. I don't think I watched any more after that. Okay. I've never seen any of the Lone Star stuff. Well, it's very similar. Is it? It's just set in Texas. So you need Texas. to have watched one to watch the other? No, there's a couple of crossover episodes, but Nothing. they're few and far between. Oh, I, might, well, I might watch we, it. The, we watched one the other night where there was a car crash, which ended up with basically a hay bale exploding all over the road. They thought they'd, they'd found everyone, yeah. and then they found a foot, and then they had to spend five minutes looking for this cyclist in a haystack. <laughs> Who was absolutely spurting out of the, uh, oh, the really? ankle. It's just... Liv Tyler's in this spin-off, but not for very long. Right. I think she was only in the first season. But right. it's, uh, it's Rob Lowe is the okay. plastic-faced <laughs> former star heading <laughs> this one up. Awesome. Uh, it's just, it is what it is. I might check St- it out. Stupid check I did enjoy TV. 911, but I, I say I lost track of where I was and I never went back. Uh, and then I also watched, just last night... Uh, the first two episodes of Ahsoka, 
Is that how you say it? I was wondering yeah. how you say it. Okay. Because that's the new Star Wars Disney thing, Plus. isn't it? Yeah, I've no idea what's going on. I think <laughs> it's like uh, basically a live action sequel to like previous animated shows. Right. I think. Is it animated? The, no, no, it's live action. Oh, of course, you just said that. But, but a lot has happened with all these characters in, I think it's the Clone Wars. Right. And Star Wars Rebels. And, but I don't know anything about any of that. <laughs> and So why are you watching it? Because it's got spaceships and lightsabers in it. <laughs> and I, I thought it was quite good. I fucking love spaceships. Love yeah. <laughs> cool. But, um, Ray, it, was the, it was one of the last things Ray Stevenson did before he passed away. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, he's, he's, he's a brute in this. He's massive. Is he? Like physically. Big huge. Guy. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't know if I'll watch any more. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know. But uh, <laughs> it was fine. I quite enjoyed it. Cool. Good. I haven't watched much this week. I've, I've finished the first season of New Zealand Taskmaster. Yeah, I'm going to try that. You should try it. It's yeah. really funny. Some of the some of the tasks are great. Um, and Birdemic on Sunday night. I've sort of already spoken about that. But other than that, I haven't really watched anything. It's fine. It's been a it's been a strange old week. This one. It's too nice to sit inside and watch it is, TV. Yeah, it is. So we should just probably just move straight on. Fine, <laughs> we can do that. We're done. We're allowed to do that. Should we do the top tens? Yeah, let's let's we'll look at the top tens. See, uh, see what else people are watching. Yeah, see what well, people are watching that we're not. Watching. Well, we're we're sitting boiling in with this Iberian plume. I love an Iberian plume. Uh, right, so the top ten films in on Netflix UK for the week of August the twenty eighth to September the third are as follows: Number ten, Poor Patrol, the movie, always in the chart. Always, I'd love to know like total viewing figures for that. Yeah, it's always yeah. in the top ten. And number nine, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Okay. Uh, second week in the charts, number nine. Number eight, Men in Black. The original. The original. Of course. I assume that's just landed on, on Netflix in the UK. My eldest daughter watched it. Really? She loved it. It was a great film. Yeah. I can believe it. And number seven is Cop Shop. Lovely. Terrible it's name like for a, a film. Generic action movie. It does indeed. Uh, I've missed some. <laughs> Good. This website's awful. Number six is Madagascar. Okay. There's always a DreamWorks movie. Always a DreamWorks movie in there. Uh, number five is Last Night in Soho. This kind of snuck onto Netflix yeah, UK this week, didn't it? it? snucked out. Um, I, this is my highest rated film of 2021. I've not seen it, so I'm going to go and watch you it. You should definitely yeah, watch it. Do. I recommend it to my parents. Mm. Bearing in mind, it's basically, it is a horror movie. Sure. They absolutely loved it. Oh, wicked. Even my mum loved it, and she does not do horror at all. Um. <laughs> Do you get so far in before you realise it's a horror yes, movie? Yeah, absolutely. That's the it's, trick. It's a slow burn. It will take you by surprise, but it is. A, the, the ending especially is very much a horror movie. Um, I, it was my highest rated movie of 2020. I think it was the only film I rated 10 out of 10 in nice. 2021. So definitely check out Last Night in Soho if you have not already seen it. It's brilliant. Talking movies I want to watch. For, <laughs> for completely different reasons. Number four is Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. Yeah, this was kind of in the slew of very confusing three resident separate resident evil yeah, all, adaptations that we've had in the last 12 months all at the same time this was the movie relaunch yeah and then you also had the netflix series yeah and you had the netflix animated, animated series. series all came at once didn't I, it? i've seen the other two so i'm gonna need to complete need the to set get, get the trilogy done and, and i'm pretty sure robbie amell's in this so yes he is i think <laughs> that's him just there though. so yeah you do need to watch it all captain's gallery members in there yeah I'm not going to watch it. Okay. That's okay with you. That's fine. Do then number three want. is The Ruins. Horror film? Looks like it to sure. me. <laughs> I've never heard of Haunted it. Haunted Ruins? 
She's got some sort of roots growing up her neck. Okay, fine. Something to do with being underground, maybe. Needs, needs a haircut. Number two is Tenet. Okay. Um, Christopher Nolan's film. And number one is You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah. This is stars all the Sandlers. It does, yeah. They're all in there. Adam and all his family. Adam Sandler's wife is in this, but does not play Adam Sandler's wife in the movie. And so is at least some of his daughters. And it's it's got good ratings. Yeah. Rot- the, it's Rotten Tomatoes rating. It's very good. Really? Yeah. I don't believe that. Because <laughs> the, I read a whole article this week about how San- the, the current sort of run of movies that Sandler's on. Yeah. It's, it's good. Good street. Because obviously street. we had Hustle yeah. earlier in the year, which I thought was brilliant. Absolutely loved that movie. Yeah. His basketball movie. Uh, and now there's this. Well, you got Uncut Gems before that as well. That yeah. did well. Yeah. I'm not going to watch this. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I probably won't either. But no. I'm just... <laughs> TV? Top 10 TV in the UK? Sure. Number 10, Peppa Pig. Nice. Season 6. <laughs> You're brilliant. It, it, it did bounce back, to be fair. Season five was not so good. Really? But season six is... I can't stand pretty, that. Pretty gritty. Runt of a pig. Don't like her. Talking to pigs. Uh, Once one. on Twitter... Yeah. Um, oh, which one was it? The really annoying one. I think it's... Is it, no, not George Pig. Pepper Pig. No, it wasn't the pig. It was one who's a horse. And he's always like... Harry Horse. <laughs> He's always like, um, oh, he's the really whiny one. He wears glasses, he's always losing his glasses, and he's, he's like horrible little nerd. <laughs> anyway, he, twi- he he replied to something that I put on. I put, I don't like that character in, on Peppa Pig. <laughs> this is when my kids were watching it all the time. Yeah. I just done some stupid tweet. Can't stand that little shit in Peppa Pig. And he tweeted me back. The character did? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did he say? It's something like, I. Yeah, it's some parody account. You know, I'm not that bad. Why can't we be friends? And I, I still feel ashamed because my reply was, uh, "You should. You're just gonna be in the glue factory in ten years." <gasps> Nicholas, that's awful. Yeah, never heard back from him. <laughs> Pedro Pony. Pedro Pony. Okay. That was him. <laughs> Bastard. And <laughs> uh, number nine is Derry Girls, season three. Have yeah. you ever watched Derry Girls? Have you? I want to say I've seen the first season. Okay. And never went back. And it's it's incredibly highly rated. Yeah, everybody absolutely of. raves about Derry Girl. Yeah. Uh, number eight is Trust Me. Don't know. That's uh, Doctor Who there. Okay. Jodie Whittaker. I don't know anything about it. Trust Me season one is number eight. Number seven is Ragnarok. Okay. Is a Netflix Viking program? Yeah. Netflix Vikings. Uh, number six is the ultima- ultimatum, marry or move on. They're the only two. two options. Yep. No other options in life. Well, it's kind of true. If you're with somebody, you've got to marry them or move on from them. Okay. You don't get to just stay. Right. You don't You don't get that option. Uh, number five is painkiller. Okay. That is the... About Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick's thing about oxycodone, yeah. isn't it? Oh, I always... No, I can't say it. Go on. I don't want to get us in trouble. Who's going to listen? Okay. <laughs> I just, I just, I just, whenever I see Matthew Broderick, I always think of the fact he ran that guy over. And <laughs> yeah, let's move on. <laughs> Number four. Anyway, just Google it. It's interesting. <laughs> Number four is Live to 100, Secret of the Blue Zones, limited series. 
Yeah, documentary on how to live to 100. By living near the sea, maybe? Yeah, and eat a lot of olives and stuff like that. I don't like olives. Do you not? No, well, do you? Any sort. No. I do like an olive. Do you? Yeah, I really. There's like a them. thing, isn't there, that it says you won't like olives till you've eaten nine. Is it? Yeah, if you eat nine olives, you'll end up liking them. Right. But I've only ever eaten one. Okay. And I'm not doing eight more because the one was horrible. <laughs> just get it over with. Just do them. Number three is One Piece season one. Yeah. not Didn't stay at number one for very long. Uh, number two, at home with the fairies, furies. <laughs> but at home with the fairies, is equally a very should thing. should be a documentary. I, I that's one I probably more have more chance of watching. Yeah, I'm not watching that. Uh, number one is who is Erin Carter? Who indeed? Who indeed? Watch is Watch it Carter? and find out. Maybe a couple of people this week have recommended this to me. Okay. Apparently, it's really good, so I'm going to check it out. Okay. At some point over the well, I'm going on holiday next week, so not next week. So that's your top tens. Very well done. Thank you. Uh, real talk. Should we do a real talk and then get out of here? Let's do a real talk. Let's do a real talk. I really liked this real talk. I did. As in the question. Yeah. And, but I think it might backfire slightly because I think it's a real thinker. Yes. Like you can't just come up with a snappy answer. You've got to go and consider it. Yeah. So, uh, but I liked it. Yeah, I like it. I, I don't know if I've still got an answer <laughs> now, but I did like it. I've got a couple of answers. Okay, good. Um, but yeah. The, uh, I think the, the correct answer has been given in our Discord, so I think that's probably where I would have gone with it. Okay, okay, fine. Uh, the question this week for Real Talk was, which movie would you like to see remade as a musical? Yes. I mean, the, the world's your oyster. Yeah, literally any movie that isn't already a musical is your oyster. Uh, Smileyson says, Birdemic. <laughs> I'd like to see Birdemic remade. Would, would the but birds I sing? I mean, they don't fly, so they'd struggle to sing. <laughs> Maybe that guy could do a song about how he loves filling up his car with petrol. He watched that on the watch along with us and he was drunk and I think it's affected his brain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wayne in the Discord says, James Bond, not a specific one, but one film where all the musical numbers are previous Bond themes. Like, th- why hasn't that been done? That You could do that. Yeah. Like you could do like a Mamma Mia, like make up another story. Yeah. But use all the Bond themes. James as Bond, the musical. I'm yeah. surprised no one's looked at that. Agreed. Maybe more as a show than a yeah, movie. Yeah, like it feels like an Edinburgh fringe kind of show, doesn't it? Yeah. Some comedians are doing it up in Edinburgh. You've got so many theme tunes to yeah. pick from. Yeah, it's, that's genuinely a, a money-making idea Wayne's had there. I yeah, think. I agree. Uh, Sam in the Discord says, The Truman Show. Okay. I can picture it. Yeah, I can picture that. It would work. Yeah. You, when you think about because the whole thing is on a... A, a stage. A, a set, a stage. You can kind of... You can imagine... I can imagine just everyone breaking out into dance. Yeah, easily. In a choreographed... Yeah. Sort of, you know, old style... You could have some Movie. fun with like the the advert placements and things like that yeah. as well. You could do songs about it's a good shout. songs about Snickers or something. That's some good ideas, isn't it? Ross mm. Ross Cook mm-hmm. is going with The Shining. The, this was a great answer. A dark Sweeney Todd type musical with songs. <laughs> He's even so, named the songs that he wants in there. I thought this was great. With songs such as "Oh Look the Overlook," <laughs> "Play with Us Danny Forever," "Shine Shine Shining Shine," "Red as Rum." Here's Johnny, it's a maze, and here's Johnny the reprise. 
Oh, look, the Overlook is a great opening number because yeah. you could do it nice and jolly. Definitely. Oh, it's, it's great. It's a great idea. Uh, you, you and Ross then plotted we, out. We, yeah, we plotted out the whole thing. You know, I don't want to give spoilers away, <laughs> but a, a, a song that, I'm going to say it, abruptly ends with uh, Halloran getting uh, killed to death. Yeah. The song, just as he's about he's to singing, burst into the... We, we said it goes on with no lyrics for ages, and then just as he's about to kick <laughs> in with the lyrics, he gets killed, the curtain comes down, and that's the interval. Brilliant. Even though there's only like 15 minutes left. That's fine. As Russ says, first half, three hours, second, 45. I'm up for it. It's a mind fuck, and that's what this film, this thing is. It's the be- it's the best answer. It's a great answer. Uh, Ross Cook's wife Kat says the Princess Bride. Good answer as I well. I think that lends itself well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smiley Sun also says Clue. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no words. But yeah, yes. I think I think you could work. You, you could, could work, work it. it. I've got a couple. Go on. My honourable mention: Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. But we're doing a hair metal rock of ages type musical. That would work. That would work really nicely. You could see that on stage. Yeah. 100%. Definitely. Uh, (laughs) I might be stretching. I don't... If you'll let me have this one as my honourable match. Not my... It's not my official choice. But it does like a ballet count as a musical. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because I want to do Kill Bill, but every time there's a fight scene, you replace the fight scene with an interpretive dance number. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like that. That would work really well. And yeah, that's what we're doing with Kill Bill. That's my other honourable mention. But I, go on. I think that's great. I think that's a really good idea. And to be honest, I think Tarantino movies lend themselves to being musicals quite well. Yeah, and I, I think, think like arty farty people would love it. They'll yeah, be like, oh would. yes, that's a fantastic interpretation of the violence of the original. Yeah, just told through dance. It's like when when Kill Bill came out and everybody wanted it. He was, he was, I don't know if he ever did, but he was going to release it as one film in black yeah. and white. Yeah. And th- that was like the arty farty people went mental for it. I don't know if he ever did it. I think he might have, but he definitely said he was going to, even if he didn't. But yeah, any like Tarantino movie would work really well as a musical. My official answer though, I, I've, I've not gone into the effort that Ross Cook has to, to name songs and things, although I've, I'm now tempted to go and do that, is let's remake but turn into a full-on musical, Labyrinth. Oh, nice. Because it, it, there is songs in Labyrinth. Yeah. but you could it, it kind of feels like it's already almost, part of the yeah, way there. it's almost there. It just didn't quite flip the switch. Yeah. But let's, 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 let's go full-on down the musical route. Yeah. And we could have something now, I think. Yeah, 100%. It's a shame David Bowie is dead because he would have been great at it. <laughs> in many, for many reasons. <laughs> for many reasons. Yeah. But also, the... the Labyrinth musical is probably never going to happen. <laughs> is the main reason. But uh, uh, yeah, Jim Henson Labyrinth musical. Let's do it. I'm up, I'm up for that. Very much that's, up that's for that. That's the pitch. I'm up for that. How I've got an honourable mention, but I want to flip it. Okay. So I want to have a musical remade as a film. Right. <laughs> Not the question, but... <laughs> no, but this is why it's my honourable mention and not my answer. Um, I really like The Greatest Showman. Yeah. And I think the, the story of P.T. Barnum should be being told properly okay as a movie although it's told really well as a musical i'd like to hear the story done seriously as a film sure that's my honorable mention okay my actual answer i started thinking about i wasn't thinking of musical films i was thinking of musical theater yeah so i was trying to think of films that have got like small amount of sets and would also lead themselves into absolutely fine the musical put it on stage and I think I've come up with the Green Mile, the musical. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> because you only need one set. Yep. 
you can just have the the cells along the back with the and then you've got like all these like prison maudly prison songs that you can sing with people like being sad they're in prison but then you can have the jolly one about the mouse and <laughs> you have the you have um John Coffey, you could have special effects of the stuff coming out of his mouth. He's electric. That could be a song. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you've got the evil bad guy. I think it just lends itself really well. My only, Green Mile, my, the musical. My only criticism would be, are you literally penning yourself in a bit by the fact a lot of it is just people in prison cells? It, it's maybe not the most yeah but you can you can extravagant of musicals you can do you can get away from that a little bit if you want to it isn't going to be extravagant i'm not thinking extravagant i'm thinking it's really easy to just make one set and sing on it i want to see all of these films and it does make me think just there should be a musical you know with disney yeah. it's just making live action versions of cartoons for yeah. no reason it's just get that idea in the bin and just Let's remake everything with a musical with a musical, Back to the future musicals, E.T. the musical, all sorts. But yeah. But no, I really think the P.T. Barnum story should be being told properly. Because he wasn't a very nice guy. Sounds like an Oscar nomination waiting to happen it for does. whoever got that role. I agree. Yeah. Right. Fine. I think we've finished the wave. I think what we need to do is go and get some fresh air. Yeah. And then go and discuss softcore porn for an hour. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's what i came here for um disclaimer it might not be an hour long <laughs> so yeah it's going to be an interesting episode uh, definitely come back on thursday it's going to be if anything it's going to be fun really good fun sure we're going to talk we're going to have a laugh about it about spaced out 1979 farcical space sci-fi porn yeah what we're doing on, it's on netflix can find it. it is it's out there it's only an hour and something long 40 yeah. 30 minutes something like that something like that hour and 14 minutes I felt think. longer Wait. so yeah come back here on thursday and we'll talk to you about spaced out cheers bye